Hi beautiful people, I hope you're doing amazing. This is Mahur and this is Life and its Joyous Moments with Mahur, a podcast in Upper Intermediate English with the objective of teaching English vocabulary and grammatical structures while speaking about everyday manners. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to episode 6. Stop comparing yourself with others. Yes, dear listener, I'm talking to you. You exactly. Weren't you just thinking that friend who got into a dreamy relationship? Or that colleague who got the promotion you were aiming for? Or that blogger on Instagram who is constantly showing off their luxurious lifestyle? If any of what I just said resembled your recent thoughts, you were one of the many people who can't help but compare themselves with others. Can't help but do something means to do something rather unconsciously and be unable to avoid it. So, when I say you are one of the many people who can't help but compare themselves with others, I mean you do it unconsciously and you are unable to avoid it. I said one of the many because I want you to understand how common and natural it is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a good behavior. But I know it happens to almost everyone on a regular basis. It happens regularly. So in this episode, I want to speak about this common act and explain how it can be both negative, as you already know, and positive. Yes, you heard me correctly. Comparing yourself with someone else can be beneficial but in a certain context and for specific aims. I'll tell you all about them. Before I continue, I want to thank every single one of you who has listened to my podcast and motivated me to continue my work as a new podcaster. I appreciate all your love and support, whether it is on podcasting platforms or on my Instagram account, at Sign Life and its Joyous Moments, where I share not only about my podcast, but also many amusing educational posts surrounding English grammar, among other things. So if you haven't already, please pause the episode and go give me a rating and write a little review as well. I would deeply appreciate that. So back to the episode. Making comparisons is a normal behavior, one that we all have done at least once in our life. Sometimes the comparing includes our friends and relatives, while other times it includes a complete stranger, for instance, an influencer on a social networking site. We can make comparisons based on one's wealth, health, success, and interpersonal or intimate relationships. First, 
I want to talk about the well-known destructive comparing, which is the usual type we might do on a daily basis. It's when you see someone and immediately assume something about them. So, in a way, it seems a lot like judging. What differentiates the two is that when judging, you only make assumptions about someone and decide whether or not you like them. But with comparing, you are more concerned about your current situation and compare it with that of the other person. Let's look at a few examples together, shall we? You see one of your school friends has gotten married to a very rich guy. You know he's rich because the wedding photos look absolutely fabulous. Also, due to the size of the diamond on her finger. You think back to what she was like in school and say, she's so lucky. Why haven't I found someone like that? I am certainly more attractive. I have a better personality. Why not me? You hear one of your co-workers has been offered a massive promotion. One that you were working day in and day out to achieve yourself. You hear the news and think, but I deserved it more. I worked so much more than them. I get better results. I have been offered other positions and I have refused to take them because I wanted to stay loyal to my company. It should have been me. You watch a video of an influencer on Instagram who has apparently just woken up, but she looks gorgeous. Her skin looks flawless and her eyes show no sign of dark circles, nor they look puffy. Her hair is all perfectly straightened and her lashes are long and beautiful. You think to yourself, wow, how can she be so stunning? Why don't I look that way when I wake up? I'm not beautiful enough. What's happening in all these three scenarios is that you're not considering the process which has led to this end product. In the case of your old friend, you have lost touch with her since God knows how many years ago, and you have absolutely no idea what she's been through. To lose touch with someone means to not communicate with them anymore. Anyway, as I was saying, she has lived a full life since then and has definitely come across many challenges and dramas, all of which are unknown to you. In the example of the colleague, again, you don't have the slightest idea of their personal life and their daily struggles to provide for their family. They might need to handle a lot of responsibilities you are unaware of. And of course, the blogger. What you don't see is a lengthy process of using facial masks, putting on makeup, finding the best angle, 
setting up the best lighting, and putting up various filters just for a short video in which they are convincing you that they just naturally look that way. The damage this unawareness does to you can go far beyond what you think. Being unconscious of the process makes you feel weak, thinking you don't possess the qualities other people have. Sad, thinking you can never achieve your goals. Angry, thinking someone else is taking what should have been yours and most importantly, unworthy. As if due to all the reasons I just mentioned, you don't deserve to get a taste of happiness and enjoy life. In many cases of severe depression, if you go deep inside their minds, you see that they used to make comparisons all the time. Maybe they are still doing so, to a point where they feel whatever they do won't matter, so they just give up. So how can a behavior so destructive serve us? Is it even possible? Yes, it is. Definitely it is. The problem with the former type of comparing is that you are looking at someone's achievements without knowing anything else. But what if you could compare yourself with someone whose past you were completely aware of? What if you knew the person so well that you could tell me all about their issues and problems? Mohor, you're talking about a sibling with whom we've lived all our life? Absolutely not. But I know my sibling like the back of my hand. To know someone like the back of your hand means to know them very well. Well, I'm here to tell you that you don't. Even if you think you know everything about your sibling, I can guarantee that they are fighting invisible battles you are 100% unaware of. So, who are you talking about? Certainly not our parents. No, I'm talking about you. Yes, you. You are the only person whom you are familiar with very well. You are the sole individual who has lived through everything you have lived through. You know your strengths as well as your weaknesses. You are aware of the joyful moments you've experienced and the heartbreaks you've endured. Even if you have a very close friend or a partner who claims to know everything about you, I'm positive that you still have much more information on you than them. There are certain details no one knows about you. So, I just found a person whom you can easily and comfortably compare yourself with. But how can I compare myself with me? Isn't that a little stupid? No, dear listener. It's actually very productive. As humans, we are in a constant competition to survive and thrive. We want to stay safe, fed, happy, and accomplished, all of which, while highly possible, require a lot of hard work. Now, 
In this intense competition, one can make comparisons with others, develop jealousy, and worst case scenario, just give up, or make comparisons with their former selves and try to improve. Okay, now I want to talk about how you can improve yourself by comparing you to you. When you look at your former version, meaning the version you used to be, it can be as far behind as a few years ago, or the person you were just yesterday. When you look at that person, you see someone with certain thoughts, goals, dreams, and aims. You see someone who is either trying to achieve them or worrying about achieving them or celebrating that they have just achieved some of them. Either way, you're looking at someone you used to be and you can compare yourself to that person and decide what you need to change about that person. You can decide how to make you a better version of yourself. When you look at that person, you become motivated to be better and do better. Because all we humans ever want is to be ever more successful. It's like we are thirsty for being better. And it seems as if it doesn't matter how many things we achieve. We are always thirsty for more. And we cannot quench our thirst. We cannot make ourselves feel fully hydrated in a way. When you look at your former self, inspect your weaknesses. Look at where you were not good enough. Look at what you require to become better. Is it a certain skill you lack? Is it a type of personality characteristic? What is it? What is something that you feel you are not good at? What is something you think you lack? What is something you think is your weakness? Find it and try to enhance it. You can enhance your weaknesses by educating yourself, by trying to learn new skills, or polish the ones you already possess. You can enhance them by asking for help, whether it's professional help from a teacher or help from a therapist. Because only you know where your weaknesses are and only you can make them better. So find them and try to enhance them, whatever it takes. Also, 
Look at that person and find what is good about them. Find where their strengths lie. When you find those strong points, you can focus on them. You can make them bloom, as in you can make them flourish. Certainly, you are good at something. It can be anything from art to science to people to anything really. Find what you're good at and try to improve that. But if I'm good at something, how can I improve? Even if you're the best at something, I'm sure there is room for improvement. So, if you're good at art and you create amazing oil paintings, now you can improve your skills by taking a course or trying to do as many oil paintings as possible or by trying new techniques. If you're good at math, you can now try solving complex equations. One step further, you can even try to trade or start programming. If you're good at people, like you know how to communicate with people, you can go a little bit beyond and start a job in a field where you have to be in contact with people day in and day out. If you're good at communicating with people, I'm sure you will thrive in a job where you are face-to-face with your customers. And you can make it even better by taking courses on humanity or by trying to understand people around you and find methods to help them or give them advice if they ask for it. If you're good at a manual job, like carpentry, or making sculptures, or anything else, again, you can improve these skills by taking courses, watching videos online, trying new techniques, and so on. So really, it doesn't matter what you're thinking about and what you're looking at, you can always make it better. You see, when you compare yourself to you, you find lots of points to improve. You find lots of things you can learn. Lots of things you can make better about yourself. Now let's do something together. Think about your former self from, let's say, five years ago. Look at her. Look at him. I'm sure you have achieved a lot. But there are also a lot more you want to get to. Now, think about your goals and dreams. What is one particular aim you are thinking about? The one thing you really want to achieve as soon as possible. How close are you to reaching it? 
Have you done whatever it takes? Can you do more to achieve it sooner? Did you think about my questions? Did you think about your answers? Did you find that one dream you really want to achieve as soon as possible? Find it and start planning. And if you need a little help with creating a practical schedule for yourself, you can refer to episode 3 of Life and Its Joyous Moments where I explain my own method of planning in detail. I know you can do it. I'm here to tell you, you've got this. I wish you have a gorgeous day or night whenever you listen to this. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care and bye-bye.